Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Markay, you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Markay. Markay! Fresh perspective on today's issue. You were doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. And it's Wednesday today, which is exciting for me because it means it's whatever you want Wednesday. That's right. This is when I get to sit back, relax, kick back with a cup of coffee, and let you guys do all the work. Uh, whatever you want to talk about today, we can talk about 340-1045 is the number, 340-1045, or you can leave me an open mic message. Go to the uh, News 104.5 WOKV downloadable mobile app, and that way you can uh, send us an open mic. You tap on the open mic feature there, you record a message, you send it into the studio, and we get it, and that way you can tell us exactly what you want to talk about today. And apparently what you want to talk about today is the Connors. Oh, hold on, that should have played this. There we go. Every time a show loses a big character, it's never the same. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, the Connors premiered last night. This is the Roseanne-less Roseanne show. And they uh, they basically killed her off uh, with an opioid uh, overdose or something. Uh, autopsy found that it wasn't a heart attack. Roseanne OD'd on opioids. Possible. Yeah, it's not possible. It's not possible. Uh, there was a whole big thing about how she had had surgery on her knee, and then she got on painkillers, and they said basically her heart couldn't take it, uh, and she died in her sleep. To which Roseanne, the real Roseanne, not the fake Roseanne, but the real Roseanne, she went on Twitter, and she just simply tweeted out in all caps, I ain't dead, bitches. <laughs> which, which, which I imagine is, I imagine, just, I mean, that kind of sums it up as only uh, Roseanne can do. But a lot of people are not feeling the new Connors show. A lot of people who were fans of Roseanne, let me turn that off because we don't need to hear that, uh, who were fans of the Roseanne show, not just the original, but also the reboot, really not supportive of what they're trying to do now with uh, the Connors on TV. And and we're getting a lot of open mics uh, discussing that. The producers of that show must be on a liberal Hollywood high. There's no way that show is going to last. I haven't watched it. I won't. My wife watched it yesterday and said it was weird. That was her one-word review. Who would bother to watch it? Be like watching Happy Days without the Fonzie. Star Trek without the Captain. Star Wars without the Ewoks. That's just crazy. I don't know if Star Wars without the Ewoks is great. Maybe Star Wars without, like, uh... Star Wars without Luke Skywalker would maybe be the the equivalent there. Or, you know, even, I would even say, like, you know, Chewbacca. You know, something like that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you take away the title care. I mean, it's also the title character, which this dude pointed out. The Roseanne show was called Roseanne for an obvious reason. Yeah, because it starred Roseanne, and now she's gone. Uh, this is one of my favorite open mics, which kind of, kind of, I think, sums up everyone's feelings. That's what's going to happen to the Connor ratings because Roseanne's gone. <laughs> I love I love I love the sound effects when when humans take it upon themselves to become Foley artists. I think that's one of my favorite things. Uh, one of my favorite things in the entire world. Three, four, oh. 104.5, if you watch the con, I'm going to be honest with you, I even forgot it was on. 
I even I read three stories about it like last week, and then I forgot that it was on yesterday. Uh, it wasn't on my radar, it, you know. And, and changing the name, we had a season pass on the DVR because I don't know if you can if you know this, but on the DVR when you hit season pass, it'll select you know you can pick a show and it'll record every episode of that show. Um, and I didn't, I guess when they switched the name, it switched the entire show. So it didn't, it didn't even record because they changed the name of the show from Roseanne, um, to the Connors. But look, it's, it's definitely something, it's definitely something that's going to either take some getting used to, or people are just going to not be interested in this at all. They should have said Roseanne got killed by an angry mob. That'd be more accurate. Yeah, that would have been great. That totally would have been more accurate. Roseanne was out in Chicago and an angry mob of Antifa protesters. Uh, you know, she maybe she was wearing a, a Make America Great Again hat and an angry mob of Antifa protesters started beating on her with a pipe or throwing tear gas at her and she got trapped. That would have been way more believable. I, and that would have been 100% uh, more believable and it would have stuck with the style of the show too. Uh, you know, IMHO, in my humble opinion, uh, in addition to all of that, all, in addition to all of the Roseanne news and in addition to the Connors premiering, Donald Trump was also back on Twitter yesterday and he was talking about Stormy Daniels and Stormy Daniels had a, uh, a court case thrown out. One of her one of her lawsuits against the president of the United States was thrown out of court, unceremoniously kicked out of the courtroom. That all charges, you cannot, this is not even a thing, the judge said. This is a ridiculous waste of my time. Michael Avenatti and, and, and Stormy Daniels thrown out on their, on their backsides. And Donald Trump tweeted about that. I mean, and Donald Trump tweets about a lot of things. Um, Jamie Dupree, by the way, our man in, in, in Washington, D.C., he sent me an email saying, you know, I was literally, I was this close. He said, I was this close to writing an, an article or a blog post on, uh, on WOKV.com that was praising Donald Trump for not having tweeted anything inflammatory for like several weeks. He said it had been two weeks since Donald Trump had said anything about the Russia investigation being a witch hunt, had said anything, inflammatory to anyone he'd been doing a lot of you know positive campaigns and stock market updates and that kind of thing and then all of a sudden between elizabeth warren and stormy daniels he just let loose he just let loose and all of a sudden he was back to uh back to donald trump again and jamie dupree had to you know he basically said well there goes that blog post I'll have to write about something else. Uh, but the one thing that he, the one thing that he tweeted yesterday, which ruffled a lot of feathers again, is when this Stormy Daniels lawsuit was thrown out. Uh, he wrote tweet. He tweeted, "Quote: Federal judge throws out Stormy Daniels lawsuit versus Trump. Trump is entitled to full legal fees. Great. Now I can go after Horseface and her third-rate lawyer in the great state of Texas. She will confirm the letter she signed. She knows nothing about me, a total con. And, of course, nobody's concerned about the fact that the case got thrown out. Nobody's concerned about the fact that Stormy Daniels now must pay Donald Trump's legal fees, or could if he goes after her. Nobody's concerned about how this seems to be um, a, an inflammatory story, again, that has been inflated for, you know, political gain. All anyone can really think about, all anyone can sit and think about is the fact that Donald to, uh, Trump used the term horseface to describe <laughs> Stormy Daniels. That's all anyone is concerned. All they care about is how Donald Trump called her horse face. There she is leaving the courtroom, by the way. Uh, three, three, uh, the interesting thing about Donald Trump calling her horse face in Twitter or on Twitter is, yes, 
It's juvenile, but it seems to be yet another double standard. Why? Well, this open mic message describes it best. Isn't it funny that the people who've been calling President Trump Cheeto in chief, orange man, but now Trump calls her horse face and it's like, oh, how absolutely dare you, sir? Cheeto <laughs> uh, in chief. I hadn't heard that one. I'd heard, I know that people said he was as orange as a Dorito, uh, but I hadn't heard Cheeto in chief. That's kind of funny. But yeah, and then and these same people who call Donald Trump every name in the book uh, are upset that he called that he called Stormy Daniels horse face, which, you know, and we're not even here's the thing. I'm not even sure that that's meant to be insulting. What's everybody getting so excited about? I think the horses are beautiful. Right. I mean, it's one of God's creatures. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five. This is whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, you just call up and we'll talk about it. Oh, how absolutely dare you, sir? Yeah, that's me, daring. It's the Mark K Show on News one zero four point five WOKV. More of your phone calls coming up. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thanks so much for joining me. By the way, uh, President Trump will be hosting a cabinet meeting today. And, of course, you know, his favorite thing to do before he hosts a cabinet meeting is invite all the press in and answer questions about anything and everything. And then uh, boot them out unceremoniously so that they can actually do their cabinet meeting. Although, I feel I feel like the, sometimes the cabinet meeting is just an excuse for Donald Trump to talk to the press again. Uh, and I, now, here's the thing. That's scheduled to happen at 1130 which is eight minutes from right now. If we know anything about Donald Trump, he's never really technically on time because he wants to keep people. Wait, that's part of the thing. I and mean, that's part of what you do. It's a power play. It's a power play. It's not that he doesn't have a watch. It's not that he doesn't know time. It's power play. You want to make sure that whoever's there waits for you because it puts you in a position of power. You got it. You will be there when you're there. And that's it. And he's the president. So, I mean, that's that's typical. Uh, but he's going to be answering a lot of different questions today. There are going to be uh, a little Q&A with the press. We will bring it to you live when it happens, if it, even if it means preempting the show. Even if it means, uh, you know, less Mark K today, uh, we're going to bring that to you because there's probably a lot of important questions about Saudi Arabia, about the midterm elections, about uh, about the horse face comment, about about all those things. Oh, how absolutely dare you, sir? Yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be listening in live so we can get all the information straight from the horse's mouth. Pun totally intended. First, though, let's go to you because you guys have stuff you want to talk about, too. And today is whatever you want Wednesday. So we start with Diane from Palm Coast. Diane, thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Oh, good, Mark. How are you doing? Doing great. What do you want to say? What's uh, on your mind today? I just, I just wanted to say um, I have disagreed here and there with Jamie Dupree a little bit. And I, dis- I disagree with him that... Um, the horse face comment was ill-advised. First of all, I don't even think it's true. I think she's a pretty person. But I think Donald does it for a reason, to provoke, to get people talking, and to say that, oh, he shouldn't have said that, because now the press isn't going to talk about all his great accomplishments. They're not going to talk about that anyway. So I think, like, some people still aren't getting that. Sorry, there's, like, loud cars going by. No, that's okay. Cars are cars are allowed. So you're saying that you don't you, so you you don't you don't care because you feel like either way he's not going to get a fair shake in the press. Well, I know he's not. I don't think. Well, no, that's a hundred percent. like so. I think like yeah, he should he should just keep doing what he's doing because it's a winning strategy. Look what he got Elizabeth Warren to do. She made a total fool out of herself. Yeah, that um, was, the the interesting the interesting thing about the Elizabeth Warren thing is you're absolutely right. She caved. She caved to him 
And she took the test. She got the DNA results. And by doing so, she basically was waving a white flag. She thinks she won because she proved that her great, great, great grandmother was like a quarter Cherokee or something. But all she did was really take off the Cherokee people and uh, and show that she'll do whatever it takes to prove uh, Donald Trump wrong. And whereas Donald Trump would never do any any, any poli- poli- politician should stand their ground and say, no, you can believe me or you don't. believe. I don't care. You know, Donald Trump's tax returns are the perfect example. Donald Trump said, you don't need to see my tax returns. That doesn't make me a good president or a bad president. That's none of your business. That's none of your business. And they keep hounding. I mean, that's still to this day, two years after the election, the New York Times is still trying to uncover his tax forms and saying they have his tax returns and they're they're into Jared Kushner's taxes now and everyone else. As soon if Donald Trump gives into that, if Jared Kushner gives into that, then he's basically, you know, claiming defeat. He's saying, yeah, I'll give you what you want. That's all Elizabeth Warren did, and I you're, I agree with you. I think that was a big mistake. I think she just looks dumb now. No, I'm sorry. I think she just looks dumber. That would probably be the better way to go. Jack from the West Side, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. It's whatever you want Wednesday, Jack. So what do you want to talk about? Jack, you there? Yes, I am. I am. I am. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, are you sure? Okay, good. What's up, Jack? Yeah. What do you want to say? Hey, I was just saying that the damn Democratic Party are doing the same thing to Donald Trump that the FBI, the DOJ, and everybody else is doing, you know? They are really the true deep state in America. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's probably common. Anything in particular that you're pointing to, or? Well, exactly. That they blew it when they were on television. When uh, Kavanaugh got elected to the Supreme Court, uh, Nancy Pelosi said on television, Hey, uh, well, we need to go have a meeting and uh, I'll get together and see what's good for America. Well, guess what? She didn't decide what's good for America. Americans do. And doesn't she make the laws? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. The Ameri- the, the, the uh, Nancy Pelosi, by the way, she said yesterday she was extremely confident that the Democrats would take back the House in the upcoming election, which, by the way, is three weeks away, a little less than three weeks away, three weeks from yesterday. She said she feels confident that the Democrats would take back control of the House. And here's the kicker. This is something that is a continued problem for the Democratic Party. If she, if they do take over the house, if the blue wave is successful and comes crashing into the crashing into the the beach, and all of a sudden we've got Democrats controlling the House of Representatives again, and maybe even the Senate, but probably not. If that happens, you know who's going to be the Speaker of the House is going to be? It's going to be Nancy Pelosi. They can't even find. They've been out of power for years, and they can't even find now somebody new, some fresh face, some new and exciting upcoming Democratic thought leader. To come in and take her place at the at the head of the uh, of the House of Representatives, they are going to use the same old person, the caricature that she is, and put her right back in charge. That's not a forward-thinking party. That's not a progressive party. What's progressive about that? That's like that that shows no new ideas. Three four zero one zero four five. Quick break. We'll get to more of your phone calls before we get uh, rudely inter- interrupted by the president of the United States. You know, with all of his comments. Three four zero one zero four five. It's whatever you want Wednesday on the Mark K Show on News one hundred four point five WOKV. And this is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me. Two ways to get in touch with us: open mic messages on our mobile app, uh, News one hundred four point five WOKV, on either um, iTunes or the Google Play Store, uh, or you can uh, call us up three four zero one zero four five. Kick it old school. Yeah, Shad Khan withdrawing his his bid for Wembley. 
Stadium in <clears throat> London, which I will be at, by the way, next week. I'm traveling next week uh, to London for the Jaguars game um, at Wembley. And uh, the, I'll, you know, I guess the, I'll tell you this. A lot of people don't know it. But, uh, the, you know, the rumors about Shad Khan wanting to move the team to London and him buying the stadium, whatever. Shad Khan is not a popular guy in London when it comes to this Wembley deal. Nobody... And that's and that's exactly why he's withdrawing his support. The support for an American, because in, over there they see Shad Khan as an American businessman coming in to to steal really one of their most pride possessions, uh, one of their one of their their the crown jewels in the uh, in the British sports uh, you know sporting arena, and really probably the biggest and most well known of all the British stadiums, Wembley. Um, they didn't like it one bit that an American would come in and try to make uh, try to make a bid on it and take it away from them. And I think that's where I think that's where the support started to crumble because if you don't have the support of the people, you know, nothing works. Trust me, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's why I didn't work for years <laughs> because I didn't. You know, the people got to support what you do. If they don't, uh, you might as well not do it. Three and the Connors are about to find that out too because not a lot of people are supporting the Connors today. It's like Morgan and Morgan. With only one Morgan. Yeah. How do you have How do you have the Connors? Oh, how do you have Roseanne without Roseanne? I just don't even. I don't. That's clearly not for the people. Three four zero one zero four five. Let's go to Damon in Yuli. Damon, uh, thank you so much for joining me on the Marquee Show. What do you want to say, Damon? Oh uh, yeah, I was just uh, wanting to say how everybody's talking about the free polling information and how uh, last uh, election Trump was always never going to be president, never going to be president, always in the blast, and all of a sudden it's this election it's accurate again and we should follow it you know just because it doesn't make any sense haven't heard anything about as far as data being changed or different people being interviewed about it i mean it's just kind of a weird subject yeah like the polls since the polls were so wrong last time why are we all believing the polls this time around that uh yeah. that you say there's going to be a, a, a blue wave right is that what you're saying Oh, I have no idea. I'm, that's above my pay grade. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Nobody talks about it. No, that's true. Look, I, you know, I've heard a couple people mention it. Donald Trump even mentioned it, too. And thanks for the call. We appreciate it. He's like, you know, polls are ridiculous because every poll had Donald Trump losing in a landslide to Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was, you know, 10 points up in Wisconsin and Michigan and Virginia, all these places that Donald Trump ever, ever, you know, would win uh, in the end. And, and Donald Trump was never supposed to become president of the United States based on the polls. And now you have polls telling us that it's going to be a landslide victory for the Democrats and they will take over the House of Representatives once again and reinstate Nancy Pelosi. And you have to think to yourself, you know, polls, what are they good for? Polls. Ha! Good God, y'all. What are they good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Polls. Huh. Good God, y'all. What are they good for? Absolutely nothing. Thank God for karaoke on YouTube. I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for the call. I told you, it's whatever you want Wednesday. And evidently, you wanted me to sing a song about polls because you started talking about it. Let's go to John in Callahan. John, thank you so much uh, for calling the Marquee Show. What do you want to say? Hey, Mark. How are you, brother? Doing good, man. What's up? Hey, uh, your past uh, caller, young lady, she was saying that, you know, Donald Trump called, uh, what's her name, the Stormy Daniels girl, uh, horse face. Horse face. Nobody... Nobody agrees with that. I mean, nobody knows. She's a beautiful lady, but 
if he never would have said that, the left side media never would have reported anything about her losing the case, her paying money back to him. So he has to do stuff like that for the media to report on it. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. He did it to keep. I see what you're saying. And that's a brilliant point, John. He did it because he knew that they would bury the story. They loved the story when she was attacking him. And when, when Michael Avenatti was out there, uh, you know, tweeting pictures of CDs and, oh, and DVDs. And we know what, we know more about you, Donald, than you may want people to know. And he's saying that that would have been buried if Donald Trump hadn't come out and called her horseface. And because he called her horseface on Twitter, the story got premium placement and then they had to go back and actually report the facts that the uh, that the judge threw it out and that she uh, would be liable for uh, liable pardon me not liable they're very similar but different liable for uh, Donald Trump's Donald Trump's um, legal fees excellent point that is a really really great point uh, one that I hadn't even thought of so good job by the way every time someone says horse face all I can think about is space force space force they're so similar horse face I can see Donald Trump in the uh, Oval Office you know instead of saying space force space force he's like alright what do I call her oh I know horse face space for horse face <laughs> that's, that's, that's interesting. Uh, Donald Trump will be speaking by the way to the media here momentarily um, at the beginning of his, his cabinet meeting we'll bring you that live as it happens until then we go back to the phones it's whatever you want wednesday and we go to greg on the south side greg thank you so much for calling the mark k show hey i love your show mark oh thanks that uh, makes two of us uh <laughs> yeah listen uh, we we got to have a little more empathy for elizabeth warren uh, matter of fact i think the indian nation ought to ought to give her a real indian name uh, you know usually you've got sitting bowl and uh, like uh, Little Bear and that kind of thing, a combination of what she's really become. Uh, she's a little Indian, so let's call her Minnie, and uh, she's a laughing stock, so we can call her Minnie Ha Ha. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, th- 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 I was wondering where that was going. I was a little nervous. I'm going to be honest with you. When he started in with the Indian, I wasn't sure what word, what the uh, what the end was going to And Maybe, you know what? Uh, something like Spewing Bull. That'd be a good Indian name for it, too. Uh, 3401045 is, uh, pardon me, American, uh, Native American name. That'd be the uh, 3401045. Let's go to Dave in Sandalwood. Dave, thank you so much for calling the Marque Show. What do you want to say? Hey, um, I laughed out loud when I heard on the radio last night somebody say that uh, Stormy Daniels uh, was no more of a horse face than Sarah Jessica Parker. (laughs) (laughs) And I I, I, I said to myself, well, Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't look like a horse face. In fact, she can put her horseshoes under my bed anytime. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, this is this is this is really, by the way, deteriorating rapidly. I'd like to I'd like to point out. Maybe we may have to rethink whatever you want. Maybe not whatever you want Wednesday. Maybe whatever you want within reason Wednesday. Also, I would like to point out on a personal note that both Stormy Daniels and uh, and Sarah Jessica Parker are very uh, very attractive and also strong women. Which is what it's all about, too. We don't. We're not supposed to base people, and that's the other thing, too. That's the other thing, too. Why is it bad? You know, we're not. We're not supposed to judge people on looks. So why is the media all caught up on what Stormy Daniels looks like? And I don't understand. Like, you're not supposed to judge anyone on the way they look. Don't judge a book by its cover. So let's li- dig deeper and uh, and see what's inside. 
Oh, that, you know what? That sounded. Yeah, never mind. Let's go to David on the west side. David, thank you so much for calling the mark. Oh, you know what? David, hold the line. We have to take a break. We've been having way too much fun and time has just flown, but we will be right back. David, you're up first. Denise, John, everyone else online, you guys hang out too. If Donald Trump doesn't cut us off, you're next on News 104.5 WOKV. Oh, good. What's up? It's Mark K. This is the Mark K. Show. Thanks so much for joining me. 340-1045. You can also leave me an open mic message to talk about whatever you want. Maybe Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels. He's got to be the first guy to ever get a woman who was a prostitute to pay him back. He got a refund. Uh, by the way, I'd like to point out Stormy Daniels is not a prostitute. She is a porn star. And there is a very big difference because one of those gets paid money to have sex with somebody and the other one, well, I guess gets paid to money to have sex with somebody, but on film. That's the big difference between the two. Uh, and I want to make sure that we, uh, that we know that. 340-1045. I think the only ones that have any right to be offended by President Trump's comments are the horses. <laughs> David from the West Side. Uh, thanks so much for holding, David. What did you want to say today on whatever you want Wednesday? Yeah, Mark, I just wanted to make a comment. I think it's funny how everybody labels Roseanne as this ultra-conservative person. I, I believe she was the same person that sang probably the worst rendition of the national anthem I've ever heard of on purpose and then well, grabbed her crotch and spit on the ground. Yeah, I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, they uh, Roseanne Barr has been all over the map. She ran for office a couple of times. She's been super liberal at times. She's been super Republican at times. She's been libertarian at times. She's been, you know, she's not she's not the most stable individual when it comes to her thought processes. But uh, but she put on a good show. And the one good thing about the Roseanne show, this last culmination of it, of it at least, was that it was finally a TV show that tapped into what m the majority of America was thinking. Uh, the first episode where it tackled Donald Trump and and uh, you know or a I'm sorry a family divided by Donald Trump. Her sister Jackie and her hadn't spoken since the election because Roseanne voted for Trump and Jackie didn't voted for Hillary. That was a big that was a big underlying um, theme in the episode when it came back and it was huge and people loved it. They had another episode where her neighbors who happened to be uh, who happened to be uh, Muslim had bags of fertilizer on the side of the house and Roseanne wanted to call the cops because she thought that they were building you know bombs, dirty bombs and that was another whole underlying so there's a lot of different themes that they touched on that, that resonate with American culture, that resonate with American voters, that resonate with you know people like us, not the people who live in Washington not the people who live in New York, not the people who live in LA, but all the rest of us and, and that's why it was such a huge success and now that Roseanne's gone Oh, I shudder to think what the show's going to be like. And I can only think about it because, like I said, I even forgot. I totally even forgot. I totally even forgot it was on. Honors was horrible. Most people like myself, after that first episode, will not be watching again. So bring back Roseanne or just fold it. Just fold it. Just fold it. Just muck those cards, man. It's it's done. Let's go to uh, Denise on the north side. Denise, thanks so much for calling the Marquesa. What do you want to say, Denise? Yeah, Mark, I'm going to call you back next Wednesday because I'm fixing to have to go back into work. But I want some answers on this opioid thing. I know that it's a problem for some people because of people using them to get high and what have you. But I literally have to take them to be able to work every day. Yeah. And they're cutting back so much that it's getting to the point where it's hard for me to work. I cannot afford to file for disability, you know, because it don't pay the bills, point blank. 
Yeah. So, so I'm fixing to have to go back into work, but I will be calling you next Wednesday on anything you want to talk about Wednesday because I want some people to think about this and give me some answers next week. All right, Denise. Uh, hey, this, you stay safe, and we'll talk next Wednesday. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, thanks so much for your call. And, you know, the opioid crisis, look, there's, is there an opioid crisis? Yeah. Are people, are people stealing uh, pills from each other and selling them on the street? Sure. Um, you know, is that a problem for people who really need them? Absolutely. Is there a clear solution? Nope. Uh, but, uh, but I, now I have a week to, to come up with one. So I know, so thanks for buying me some time. Uh, we're real quick on time for one. Let's go to, uh, Mike in Jacksonville. Mike, how are you? Mike, you there? Oh, Mike's gone. Mike said the Connors was better without Roseanne. You know, I would have loved to have, he, I, why didn't he, uh, Chris from Middleburg. Real quick, Chris, how are you? Hi, uh, I just want to encourage everybody to get out and vote this year. Uh, keep garbage like what's running for Arizona out of office and our Florida governor. Thanks. Okay, cool. Well, I don't you know. I don't. I don't. He wasn't specific as to who the garbage in Arizona was and or our Florida governor. But yeah, vote by the, the next three weeks. You're going to be hearing a lot about the vote. You're going to be hearing a lot from the candidates. In fact, in Texas yesterday, they had the final debate between Ted Cruz and uh, what's his name. Oh, you can you can hang that up for me. And uh, and what's his name? Beto O'Rourke or whatever his name is. And uh, dude, Ted Cruz basically just laid into the guy. Uh, Ted Cruz holds a, a, a huge margin in Texas, and while the guy. While the Democrats seem to be getting all the money, they still can't seem to get the support. It's interesting. I mean, we're going to see what happens. All right. Uh, we're still waiting on Trump. As soon as he's ready to go, uh, we oh, it looks like he's taking some questions now. All right. We're going to dump out of me, and we're going to dump into the White House. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.